Welcome to the CrossFit Fernandina podcast. I am Joshua Joyner here with Coach Chris Dupree, uh, bringing you uh, a week at the week at a glance for the week of February 11th, 2019. Uh, Chris and I are going to recap some of the things going on with the CrossFit Open and the uh, Friday Night Lights and the Intramural Open and everything going on with that. And then we're going to give you guys a breakdown of the workouts for the week ahead. Uh, Chris, how's your weekend going? Uh, it's going good. Really good. Uh, draft for those who uh, haven't seen all the posts and the Facebook group and uh, everything going on there. We had the uh, draft for our intramural open uh, on Saturday. Chris, you were there for that. I didn't make it uh, to the gym early enough to witness that, but <laughs> looks like you guys, you and the uh, four team captains, uh, did a great job of picking some pretty even teams. Yeah, I, I thought it turned out really, really good. Uh, it looks like. Like every time you look at a team and start to think there's an imbalance, uh, it definitely looks like it evens out the more you look at the list. Definitely. I went in there, I saw all the names written on the board, and I found my name uh, on the Hakuna Masquata team uh, with Captain uh, Tommy. Um, and I mean, I saw some of the names on there. I think Thomas is on there and, and, and Ryan. And I'm like, man. And, uh, and then for the females, we got Kirby. Um, and I was just like, we're gonna be a good team and then I was like how did that end up and I look around and look at the other teams and I'm like oh that's a good team and yeah really there's just no like all the teams are, are pretty stacked and pretty even so that's gonna be pretty cool to watch um but yeah so just to recap if you weren't in the draft and didn't get yourself on a team uh there's uh we're doing a thing called re the recruitment period uh which some of you may have already found out what that's about but you may be being contacted by team members and team captains to try to get you on their team uh, Chris, how's the recruiting process going so far? Uh, chaotic. Everybody uh, jumped on it a lot quicker than I expected them to. But uh, And so we, we kind of adjusted it to make it where one team didn't pull everyone because a couple of our captains were a little overzealous in their recruitment. <laughs> um, so if you got contacted by a captain, uh, they may have had to back off of you a little bit because uh, we're going to try to make the teams as, at least mostly even. Um, I know last year there were was a couple of teams that were kind of at a disadvantage because uh, they had quite a few less people. But uh, yeah, but yeah, the, it's, yeah, it's good to see the captains really getting into it and trying to get more people involved. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's been pretty cool to see. Like, I'll, I'll get on Facebook and I'll see people's posting on other people's wall. Actually, I just saw where uh, Rick Chapman had uh, tagged um, Martinique in a post trying to get her on his team, but she's in, already on someone else's. Like. It's pretty cool seeing that and people getting excited about it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that'll be, uh, like I said, February uh, 22nd. That's, what, about 12 days from now. We're, we're recording this on Sunday, February 10th. So we're less than two weeks away. we got this week coming up, a uh, full week uh, in the gym, and then we'll have through Wednesday of the following week. Thursday will be the announcement, Thursday evening, and then Friday, our first first edition of Friday Night Lights for 2019 will be that Friday, February 22nd. Uh, I think we wanted to stop, take a second to kind of talk about Friday Night Lights mm -hmm. and what to expect from that. Again, it, just a reminder, you can do these workouts, the open workouts, um, Friday during our morning classes or come to Friday Night Lights. Uh, we'll try and talk about the schedule for that on Friday evenings. Or you can come in on Thursday mornings at 8, and uh, we're going to post some times for Sunday afternoons. Uh, afternoon time as well to do your workout and then if all those fellows will plant we'll figure out something from monday right uh but yeah going over the friday night light schedule chris i believe we said we're going to shoot for a window of about five thirty to 8 yep p.m on friday evenings for that um which that's obviously uh 
contingent on the workouts. Yeah. So that's, that's what I was going to say next. So we can't say exactly what times everyone will be working out until we know what the workouts are. Um, I think each of the last two years, uh, they have started the first week of the open has had 20 minute workouts. Um, but three years, actually three years. Yeah. yeah. But that's not always the case. Uh, didn't one year it started with a seven minute workout. I think that was the burpee was, one. Was it, yeah. The burpee one yeah, <laughs> that, that everyone was, loved. I think that was, uh, I can't remember if that was the first or second one, but yeah, that yeah. was, that'd be an awful way to start. It. But anyway, so, so we can't set times for the heats until we know a, how long each workout is, the workouts are and two how many people we can fit in a, in a workout. Right. So if, if we only, if, if it's a rowing workout, we can only fit, you know, eight people at a time, which I, I don't think we would ever do more than more than eight, um, in a workout, uh, in a heat, I should say. So, and then, but there's other workouts where we had to do six cause just because of spacing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, and then there's workouts sometimes that have 40 minute time caps on them. So, <laughs> and, and people will go 40 minutes yep. sometimes. So we gotta, we'll have to be strategic about that. But what I was going to say is what you can do and people who were around last year know this, but, uh, once the workout is announced Thursday night, CrossFit announces it online. Uh, we see the workout. We'll take about uh, 15, 30 minutes, however long it takes for us to kind of iron out the details. And we'll post a link in Wattify and in the Facebook group, uh, saying, um, you know, go right. Here's, here's where you go to sign up for a heat time, go register for your heat time. And you'll go on there. It's pretty simple. You just pick the time you want, put in your name, uh, where you, I think we have the option of whether you're doing it RX or scaled, uh, which we'll talk about a little bit later, which one you should be doing. Uh, and you, um, you, you reserve your heat time. Yeah. Uh, they will be in like 20 to 25 minute increments. If it's a longer workout, it may be 10 minute increments, depending, like I said, depending on the time of the work, uh, the length of the workouts. Um, I wouldn't so expect you, to see anything less than about seven minute workouts. Those definitely, are, that's pretty yeah. much the minimum for this. And we'll allow for time in between. Um, so if it's a, if it is a seven minute workout, then you can expect the heat, you know, heat schedules, you know, to be scheduled at least 10 minutes apart. Yeah. Um, so there's a three minute gap, probably a little more just yeah. to give us some uh, flex time to reset and get everyone in there. Uh, but yeah, so you can plan on signing up for your heat time. If you know you have, uh, you know, you need to get, get it done early and get home because uh, you have something going on Saturday or you got, you know, the kids, um, you know, with you or whatever the case may be, um, then you'll want to be ready to uh, reserve your heat time Thursday evening as soon as you can. Um, and if you know, you can kind of hang around and not, don't need to get it done early. Um, then perhaps you can go ahead and reserve a, a later heat time or let the other people kind of you know fill in and then pick a heat time. But yeah, it's pretty exciting. Um, as we kind of get, get that rolling, um, real quick, we wanted to, anything else about the schedule we needed to mention, Chris, before, um, we move on? If, with the kids thing, uh, if, correct me if I'm wrong, but we will be, prov- have some childcare to help out with yes that. we're going to have someone there to help out um last year we had one or two babysitters if you will for each uh each night um do remember that they they they're going to have a lot going on <laughs> right um you know and and we want parents to be checking on their children every so often um and you may need to if you know in the in the the, the child care person there knows that if if a child is out of hand that they can you know if, if they need to be sent to their parent, they, they will be, but that had, didn't happen at all last year. Everything went nice and smooth. Everyone was responsible with that, but it was definitely helpful. I know with, with my, with my kids yeah. have someone there helping. Um, but so yeah, we'll definitely, we're, we're working on getting plans ironed out for that, but we do plan on having, we will have someone there to help. Um, so yeah, going, moving on scoring real quick. Uh, we're not going to go over all the full details just yet, but we do, we, we have something different 
for this year. I think that we're going to try um, to kind of make it a little more fun on the competitive side. Um, like we said, the main focus is the camaraderie, the team spirit, um, and, uh, and all that. And that's where you're going to get your most points uh, per team. But we did want to give an update on something we're looking at doing as far as uh, uh, like competitive scoring. And Chris, did you want to break that down? Sure. Uh, for uh, a second. Yeah. So the way we were thinking about doing it, um, for those of you who attended Raptor Box, uh, they kind of broke it into three categories of people, and we're going to do that the same way. So uh, we'll have basically our red, white, and blue divisions. Uh, uh, red division, that'll be, the, that'll be kind of the people that we would consider to do RX plus on a lot of the workouts that we have at our, uh, on our daily workouts. Uh, white will be kind of the RX, and then maybe scale will be uh, blue. The more, the big point of that is everybody will be broken up into t- uh, groups of about eight to 12, depending on uh, where we think it falls out. Uh, and so inside your, inside your bracket, you'll be earning points. Uh, so we'll do top three positions in each of those brackets. So if you're in a group of only eight people, you've got a really good chance of earning some extra points for your team. Right. Yeah. That's one thing we were kind of looking at it and seeing that um, there would be a pretty big gap um, for those at the top of the, uh, the leaderboard regularly and the ones who can kind of are going to be kind of competing to uh, top the leaderboard. And then those of us who would be kind of middle of the pack, um, but not probably not doing scaled. So last, last year we did it to earn, earn extra points for your team from a competitive standpoint, you had to be in the top three male or female um, uh, male and female. So two separate divisions and then, um, and, and RX and then scaled. Um, so this year we're going to add that in between uh, division that will probably be like a lower rx division if that makes sense um for those of us who aren't quite um the fire breathers that we'd like to be right <laughs> but um i say us i'm talking about me not chris but, <laughs> but we'll about we're, gonna, we're gonna work with the uh the captains i think and and other coaches to kind of figure out who should fall where but we think that'll give a little extra incentive um kind of make it a little more fun for those who um you know go from uh kind of for the competitive side of it um, give us something to kind of shoot for. Uh, but that brings up another point. We, so we mentioned RX plus RX scale, the way we do a lot of our workouts at the gym. However, we don't, um, the, the open has two, usually two versions of the workout uh, since they started a couple of years ago to have an RX and a scale division. So there will probably be two uh, versions of the workout, RX and scaled, which leads us to our next question, Chris, how do we know whether or not we should should scale and how does scaling a workout come into play? You want to touch on that for a couple minutes or for a minute or so? Yeah. So this is a question that we've gotten a couple of times and it's a really good question. Uh, I'm actually sad we didn't cover it beforehand. Uh, but, uh, so yeah, if with the way the open works, you don't have to sign up. If you haven't already been to the CrossFit games website, you don't have to sign up for RX or scale like you do for a local competition. Uh, you wait till the cut, till the workout comes out. Uh, and if the workout comes out and it's, uh, something that you can easily, or even not easily do RX, then you do that workout RX. If the next week comes out and the very first movement is ring muscle ups, uh, and so you don't have your muscle ups yet, uh, then you would scale that workout. Uh, or, I mean, if you wanted to try to get your muscle up beforehand, then that's great. But to get a score, uh, you would probably have to scale that workout. If muscle ups was the very first thing in that, uh, workout, uh, so you don't have to pick one way or the other and you can adjust it as necessary. So you could, uh, like I was explaining to somebody, you could theoretically, uh, RX four workouts. And if you won all four of those workouts, even if you scaled the other one, you could still place really high in the, 
worldwide division, right? So it, it's all going to average out. It's not based on, oh, I scaled, so now I'm knocked out of my ranking for RX. It's going to be maybe you finish 100,000th in the world on that scaled workout, just as a rec- uh, example. You finish 100,000th on that workout, but if you finish 20,000th on the other four, your average is still going to come up to really high. Right, yeah. So it is, it's just to kind of recap there, it's by, by workout you decide once the workout's released, whether or not you want it, whether you want to do it RX or scaled, uh, as far as scoring goes, everyone who does it RX is ranked uh, for individual workouts will be ranked higher than everyone who does it scaled, um, which, you know, we'll kind of probably talk about in, for individual workouts, how you should approach that, whether you should RX it or scale it. Um, but for, for the overall ranking um, is how you finish on all the, the, your average for all the total workouts. So yeah, you could, someone could do RX in all five workouts and still technically finish or could finish behind someone who scaled two workouts if that person who scaled did really well on the two the three workouts that yeah. didn't scale. If those three um, were a wheelhouse workout, yeah, you could yeah. you could easily finish behind somebody that scaled one. Exactly. So we'll that we'll have some direction for everyone uh, kind of wondering which route they should take for the the, the individual workouts. We'll kind of help you decide on there um, and kind of you know go kind of figure out what works best. But yeah, so that's just a, a tip on that. There's no need to worry about whether right now, whether or not you're scaling. That's something we'll talk about later on. Yeah. Uh, but last thing uh, before we move on and talk about this week's workouts, um, one or two tips, Chris, for people who, as we prepare for the open, uh, something if, if you, you know, give a piece of advice for people uh, over the next 12 days, um, what they can do to be preparing for the open. Uh, so 12 days out, there's not. Basically, at this point, it's too late to get a lot stronger, and it's too late to build an engine. Uh, so the bang for your buck is going to be in skill work. Uh, and then if I was picking one thing, right, to work on uh, for a lot of people in the gym, I would say double unders in uh, any of the skill movements. So uh, maybe you're close to a muscle-up, so you spend the next 12 days spend, taking 10 minutes to work on your muscle-up. Double unders, though, are one of those low-hanging fruit that if people – if everybody – who uh, struggles with them came in for maybe 20 minutes early or stayed 20 minutes after and just worked on those double unders, talked to a coach about it. Uh, that's one of those that I think in, uh, if you did it every day for 12 days, that's 240 minutes of practicing double unders. Uh, so that's a lot of time uh, to get that practice in. And uh, I think that's somewhere that you could definitely make a lot of uh, ground up. Yeah, definitely. And to hit on that again, you know, we have kind of usually enough space in the gym that if you come in early, uh, before class and spend 10, 15, 20 minutes working on, you know, working over to the side. Um, there's usually enough space for that where you can work on your double unders or use the, uh, you know, work on your kipping or whatever it may be um, before or after class. And you can also talk to a coach about if you want to schedule a one-on-one session, uh, coaches would be glad to work with you uh, on your individual skills um, with, and, you know, so you know kind of what you need to work on as we go over the next, uh, next, uh, less than two weeks. Uh, what I was going to say, my tips um, would be basically to do everything you should be doing anyway, but we probably don't uh, do on a regular basis, which is eat healthy, eat clean, um, try to avoid the processed fu- foods, try to avoid the, the sugars, try not to go on a bender anytime between now and the open. <laughs> um, get enough sleep, so make sure you're allowing your body to have time to recover. Um, so be, you know, work on getting enough sleep every night, uh, missing a you know a night of sleep or significant amount of sleep um, can definitely set you back uh, on recovery and uh, kind of going hand in hand with that. And I think one that's really important is don't overdo it in the gym between now and the open. If your goal is to do well in the open, then you may 
want to look at the next week and a half. I mean, we're not going to stop working out, um, but we don't want to um, have any setbacks, uh, tweak a, a, anything um, that's going to keep keep us from working out at all over the next week and a half or, um, you know, could, it could affect us going into the open. So that's one thing to keep in mind. Um, it's okay to scale workouts. Um, if you know it's something that, that you, uh, you're going to struggle with, if it's weight or movements, um, it's okay to uh, take an extra rest day here and there if you need to, um, but make sure your body's prepared and ready to go for, uh, for the open um, when it's time. Um, and don't rip your hands. Don't rip your hands the day before, before the, like, the day before the open or what, the week of the open. What Josh is saying there too, there's no reason uh, to go for that big weight PR. There's no reason to try to hit a, a, a split jerk PR in the next two weeks. If you're strong, if you've got that strength, you're still going to have that strength without seeing that number. Don't, don't risk an injury. Um, like he was saying. Yeah. Okay, so shifting gears from there, we're going to uh, talk about this week's workouts. Uh, Well, before we do that and uh, get into all the workouts, I thought this would be a good time to give our shout-out so we don't forget about it at the end. Uh, Chris, did you want to go first with that? Sure. Uh, So my shout-out for this week is going to be Robert Goebel. So anybody that comes to the late classes uh, sees Robert. He's there almost every day um, in the last few months since he started. Uh, I remember when he started, uh, and his mobility has gone through the roof. He has, uh, specifically with his, uh, his all of his squat movements, uh, he's he's hitting depth, uh, par- full parallel, uh, without any issue, uh, and constantly improving. He's definitely getting a lot better at all the skill movements, uh, and it's really encouraging to see. Definitely, that's good. I, I don't get to see Robert a whole lot because I'm I'm really there late in the evenings, uh, once a week or so maybe. So I don't get to see him as much um, as some of the other coaches do. But I do when I do see him working out, I can see you know from week to week um, huge improvements uh, over from one time I see him till the next. So that's been pretty cool uh, to see. My shout out goes to Whitney Jones. Um, those of you, she comes to the. Uh, 3.30 or 4.30 class has been, I think, her and her husband, BJ, for going on, I think they're in their third week now. Um, but the reason, giving her a shout-out, uh, is because um, when she started a few weeks ago, uh, she was very, very nervous uh, about doing CrossFit and was very timid about it. Um, and it's just been really, really cool over the past few weeks to see her kind of come out of her shell and really kind of grow in, uh, in her um, uh, confidence uh, when it comes to the, some of the things we're doing, uh, the different movements, um, I know it was kind of intimidating for her at first, but she's definitely um, progressing, and, and the confidence is the biggest thing, and everything I know will follow um, after that. Like I tell her, the, and the intensity will pick up as we get more confident in our, our movements and, and the things that we're doing, um, and it's just been really cool to see. And I heard she was even considering doing the Open. I don't know if she decided to do it. Maybe those who are trying to recruit people might want to chat with her about that but uh yeah um it's been really cool to see uh that over the last few weeks okay so we're gonna go ahead and move on and so if you're uh not wanting to know if you're the kind of person that does not look uh look at the workouts ahead of time before you come to uh to the gym because you don't want to be scared away or for whatever reason you don't want to ruin the surprise then you may want to go ahead and turn the podcast off because now we're going to transition uh to talking about this week's workouts so uh going into monday uh, we are going to be doing our second to last session of the deficit deadlifts. We've got nine by one of deficit deadlifts at 65, by, uh, 65 to 75%. And we're doing nine sets of three of the strict handstand push-ups or progression there on the strict handstand push-ups. And then the Metcon is a seven-minute AMRAP of 12 
dumbbell hang power snatch and eight single arm dumbbell overhead squats with a little bit of a, a, a twist there. Every time you put down the dumbbell, you have to suitcase carry it 40 feet before you're, you start again. So the goal there is to hold on to the dumbbell as long as you can, maybe even go in unbroken uh, so that you don't have to set it down and do that, that extra carry, take the time to do that extra carry. Chris, what, uh, what do you think about, about that workout there looking at it? Uh, so I've seen that. I remember doing that one before. Um, and I remember a lot of classes where uh, nobody had to do any suitcase carries. Uh, one thing I do notice is this time, I don't think it was there last time. There's an RX plus option to use that kettlebell, which I think will significantly increase the difficulty uh, of being able to hold that, hold a kettlebell for the full seven minutes. Um, aside from that, it's just going to be smart energy con- conservation uh, of knowing when to swap your hands uh, because uh, if you, you don't want to go to failure on one arm uh, because when you switch to the other arm, uh, you, you're not going to have long enough to get that first arm back uh, yeah. if you go all the way to failure. Yeah. And uh, for me, looking at this one, I see it. And then first of all, I think it's a good point about the RX Plus being there. Um, if you did this one RX last time with a 50-pound dumbbell for the guys, 35 for the ladies, then uh, then you got a chance to scale up. If you didn't, you know, weren't challenged and holding on to the – the dumbbell the whole time, then you can maybe try it with the kettlebell. Same thing goes with the, um, uh, if you scaled the weight, if it was easy last time, if you remember from doing it, then you may want to go up, uh, and wait a little bit. And it's certainly an option. And you don't have to jump all the way from the, uh, scaled weight, 35, 20, um, all the way up to the RX weight. You can go in between. We have the in between, um, options there. Yeah. Also, the uh, overhead squats with the single arm dumbbell, uh, for a lot of people, or a lot of us, I should say, those can be pretty challenging. Don't be afraid. Um, if mobility is an issue and you're doing all sorts of twisting to get down there in the squat, don't be afraid to uh, scale that to um, what we call like a, a rack squat, so the dumbbell on one shoulder um, uh, for the squat there. All right, moving ahead to uh, Tuesday. we got a hero workout plan chris you want to talk about that one uh not really because i don't like it but <laughs> uh yep so 10 rounds for time five thruster it's a whole brook sorry uh 10 rounds for time five thrusters uh heavy thrusters that's 115 and 75 for rx weights uh 10 pull-ups and then a 100 meter sprint uh and then a one minute rest after each one of those rounds Yes. And uh, one thing always people always kind of joke, and I think it's really not joking, it's serious. But when you see that minute rest, you think, oh, that'd be nice. But uh, that usually doesn't mean it's easy. No. It means uh, really it should mean that we're almost sprinting through the work, the thrusters, pull ups and sprint and sprint on the run so that we need that minute to recover so that we can go harder, uh, go hard through each round. Like Jamie um, Cook says, never trust the workouts with a one minute rest. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, the weights on that RX, there's no RX plus for the hero, hero workouts. RX is uh, 115 for the guys, 75 for ladies on the thrusters. Uh, scaled is 75-55, um, and we'll scale the pull-ups to a progression that we're able to do. Um, that workout is a hero workout is in honor of U.S. Army Captain Jason Holbrook. He was 28. He's from te- was from Texas uh, when he was killed on July 29th, uh, 2010. All right, so uh, moving right along, Wednesday we have – we're doing some more front squats. Last week we built up to a, a heavy uh, single. Um, this week we are going to build up to a heavy set of three. So we're kind of hitting the front squats uh, a little more this week. Um, going to go down a little bit in the weight. Should, if you're able to do the same weight you did last week uh, for one rep, for a three rep, then 
Um, we need to talk about your maxing out. Exactly. (laughs) Um, but, uh, I'm going to superset that with some weighted strict pull-ups again. And then the Metcon is eight minute in eight minutes. We're going to do a 500 meter row. And then we're going to do max round, max rounds of the remaining time with 10 dumbbell push jerks, uh, five heavy power cleans. That's with the barbell, uh, and 10 back squats. So the, the dumbbell weights is 50, 35, the typical weights that's for RX plus and RX. Then we got some heavy, Power cleans and back squats, 185, 125 for RX plus, uh, 155, 105 for RX. And scaling that, we could look at 105, 65 on the uh, barbell there. Chris, that is that one you kind of you kind of like? Um, yes and no. Uh, I do like it. I mean, heavy barbells, that's always fun. And it, it starts with a 500-meter row. Uh, the big thing is I uh, there's not a note here, but the intention on that is not to set a PR 500-meter row because if you do that, then you're probably not going to be able to get to the barbell. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah, the 500-meter row, you're going to want to pull at just a decent pace. Um, like, for me, I would probably pull that at about my 2,000-meter pace. And then uh, from there, uh, try to just work through the, those heavy movements. Um, and for me, uh, the big big thing is I would do four of those power cleans, rest, and then try to go into that fifth power clean and push that up over into the back squat. Yeah, yeah, definitely good strategy there. I'm I'm surprised the, the, there's a row and the word heavy is in the workout and Chris Dupree is kind of like, uh, I don't know, it's it's okay. Well, I figured you'd be excited about that. It's more one. of a I'm scared of it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, I get. Okay, that that makes sense. Yeah, that one is one I look at, and oh, I'm not doing 185. I don't think on that one. Um, uh, but yeah, that's one where and 155 even is a pretty heavy weight. Yeah, that's a, um. Yeah, the cleans, um, cleans I'm not too worried about, but to get over overhead and uh, those 10 back squats, that won't be easy. Um, I might even be looking at scaling that weight down a little bit, depending on how I'm feeling if I do that one on Wednesday. Um, but, yeah, that's a good one. Um, short and sweet there, but definitely don't kill yourself on the on the row. And as always, if you're not comfortable, the, the barbell will be coming from the ground on that one. And if you're not comfortable lowering the, bar, the barbell to your back and then getting it off your back, in a Metcon, we can scale uh, to front squats and scale down the weight a little bit if we need to. Yeah. Okay, moving to Thursday, Valentine's Day. All right, we've got a partner workout in honor of Valentine's Day. Chris, you want to uh, go over this one? Sure. So uh, it's a 25-minute AMRAP with a Valentine. Uh, or So just a partner. Don't read <laughs> yeah. into that, anyone. <laughs> uh, you don't have to do it with your wife uh, or husband. 15 synchronized yeah. burpees. Both people must hit chest at the same time, 80 double unders, 50 walking lunges, uh, that, and that is the number 50, not 50 feet mm-hmm. uh, walking lunges. So that takes away tall people's advantage. Uh, <laughs> and then a 100-foot bumper plate pinch grip carry. Uh, and what we mean by that is you can't tuck your hands underneath the barbell, uh, or excuse me, underneath the bumper plate. Uh, you have to hold it uh, like think of like a crab claw you have to hold it in your hands like that yeah that that's going to be interesting because we've done we've done a lot of plate carries um we've never done it where you had to hold it you were required to hold it that way uh some people automatically hold it that way because they have you know their grip strength is pretty strong um but i know that'll be definitely be a challenge i think for uh for the the plate carries there um but yeah looking at that one i think that's a chance that we don't do a lot of partner workouts during the week we usually do them on saturdays because we have bigger crowds but uh, you know, it'd be cool on Valentine's Day, especially if you are able to come to a to a class at the same time as your uh, spouse or significant other. Um, you can uh, get that 
you guys, you guys can do that together mm-hmm. um, and uh, enjoy a fun workout for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Moving ahead to Friday, our last session of deadlifts uh, for this cycle, we're doing 11 singles. So 11 sets of one um, at our 65 to 75%. So the same weight we did, uh, we do Monday, we should be doing Friday, hopefully increasing that volume uh, as we, as we go up. And then we're doing again, three set uh, sets of three supersetting with the strict handstand pushup uh, or progression there for those. Um, we've been doing folks on the deadlifts for a while. Hopefully we kind of know where we are on that and everyone's, uh, you know, doing pretty well and probably excited to get those uh, out of the way. <laughs> so right. Kind of move on, but, um, we'll get through those. And then the, the Metcon, uh, is five rounds for time. Uh, backhoe is the name of it. And I remember this one because, uh, uh, kind of significant, but we got the eight dumbbell hang power cleans, eight, uh, dumbbell push press. We got five rounds of that. Um, and eight round trip of 20 foot forward run and 20 foot backward run. We don't do it very often, but the back pedal is, uh, making an appearance yeah. uh, in the workout here, uh, in this one. Um, Chris, did you, have you done this one before? I know we've done it a couple times. Yeah, I did this one. Uh, I have done this one before. Yeah, I actually, so, uh, I met Craig at the gym this morning, uh, for some open gym time and, and, uh, we actually did this workout cause huh. he's going to be out of town this week. And we did this, uh, this Metcon today. And, um, it's a good one. It's, um, yeah, especially it's if you, if you scale it correctly. Um, I actually, because I was early this morning and, uh, it was the weekend and just wasn't really feeling great or, or just kind of taking it easy, I guess. But I scaled, uh, down to 40 pound dumbbells for this one. And it allowed me to really, really push myself harder than I, I thought and really kind of turn it into almost a, a, a sprint, more of a sprint. Um, and I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, I think it took me about seven minutes to do that one. Um, and like I said, if it had been, if I had done the 50 pound dumbbells, I know it would have been a lot longer, it would have been a little more of a struggle, but the, um, the, uh, the lighter weight allowed me to move a little quicker, which is always something we should consider, uh, for the shorter workouts like this. Don't be afraid to scale it. If you, um, if you know the heavier weight is going to be a little challenging and looking at this one, this is one, the eight and eight, uh, the, with the dumbbells, eight hand cleans, eight push press. Really should be looking at doing that unbroken, Yeah, I think would be the goal. And like I said, I know with the 50s, I would have struggled with that. And the 40s allowed me to do that. So um, then the bigger bigger folks, a little bit stronger, can uh, move uh, kettlebells a little better. You can scale up to the uh, the kettlebells um, if you choose to. Yeah, I don't know about all that. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty challenging to, to clean, hang clean the two kettlebells. Yeah. Uh, I've seen it done, but yeah, I, don't, I, I won't be doing that. But, <laughs> um, yeah, that's an option. Uh, and then Saturday, got another partner workout. Uh, it is five rounds for time of uh, six round trip sled pushes. Hopefully the weather cooperates so we can actually do the sled pushes this time. Then 40 med ball good mornings, uh, 20 chest to bar pull ups, 30 partner wall balls. That's where you and your partner are squatting. One partner squats and throws the ball, and the other one catches it. So you're kind of throwing it at an angle there, not 30 split up. Um, and then RX Plus, you have the chance to kind of uh, to scale up the numbers there um, on the reps. Uh, but that'll be one, uh, it's important to, uh, kind of think about how you want to, um, split that up kind of all as always in a partner workout work to, uh, each partners, um, uh, what they're better at and allow them to kind of take the reps in certain, uh, and things that they're better at. And then the other partner can kind of pick up the slack on the things they're better at. But that, uh, as always, the Saturday workout should be a fun one, right, Chris? Always. I love the Saturday workouts. All right. Any, uh, anything else we kind of ran over longer than we, uh, than we like to a little over 30 minutes, but anything else, uh, want to hit on before we go, Chris? No, I think that's it. 
All right. Well, you guys have a great week. Continue to prepare for the Open. If you're not signed up already, uh, go to games.crossfit.com and register officially. Um, even if you're already recruited or, or were drafted, you still need to do that if you haven't already. Um, and if you want to participate and haven't been uh, put on a team, let us know. Get with uh, myself or Chris or a coach, and we can get all that uh, ironed out and get you on a team. Uh, so we're going to have a lot of fun with the Open uh, coming up February 22nd. All right. All right, y'all have a great day. Have a good one.